Novant Health psychotherapist Sultana Nosrati spends her days awash in patients' pain and anxiety, and then goes home to her husband and kids, including a six-year-old daughter who throws a fit every night at bedtime. This is Gina DePietro with Novant Health Healthy Headlines. Welcome to part two of a three-part discussion where Nosrati talks with writer Alicia Roberts about the stress working moms face these days. Roberts is a working mom with two teenagers at home during COVID, so she's facing the same challenge as countless other moms as the pandemic grinds on. Nosrati's advice? Find ways to make peace with the limitations we all face. If you learn how to accept you can't do it all, your life will be better. Thanks for listening. And living with two teenagers on my end, and um, my <laughs> husband is working from home too. Yes. Um, you know, the interesting that, thing that I found about the stress is that it's hard not only to not feel stress myself, but to mm-hmm. not project that on my kids, like to let things go. Right. So one of the things I learned, um, both as a therapist and as a human being, is that I am human. Mm-hmm. And that means that I am not going to be perfect, even if the circumstances are perfect. So one of the things I teach my patients to do is if you have an emotion, don't don't beat yourself up for it. Even if it's not an emotion that's necessarily pleasant or happy or what you think you should feel, right? Mm-hmm. It's important to first acknowledge it. If you don't acknowledge it, it will only compound it. Mm-hmm. So... First, acknowledgement. It's absolutely key. And the next thing is compassion mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. So imagine that your son is snapping at you or your daughter is snapping at you, right? And mm-hmm. you as a mother can sense that this is not about you, that something happened at school or they're upset. You can see that they're struggling. You can absolutely punish them for being disrespectful, right? Mm -hmm. Or you can say, hey, I feel like something's going on. Do you want to talk about it? Right? Compassion. That doesn't mean that you're not going to hold them accountable, Mm -hmm. but you express compassion. Once you have acceptance and then compassion, then you can go back to rational thought, like what's the justification for this? What can we do? How are we going to resolve it? So it helps to have compassion so that you project less. To not project at all is to mean that you're not human. You're going to project levels of it, right? But you just want to reduce how much. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I've learned to do, which I don't necessarily always want to do, mm-hmm. is is take care of myself. I have to take care of my. So, for example, for me, I get up every day at 5 o'clock in the morning, even though I'm not a morning person, mm-hmm. and I'll go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And so I say this to my patients, and they're like, oh, gosh, if I don't get up for the walk, then that means, no, my walk happens to be four miles. Yours can be two minutes. Right. Fresh air if you do it consistently, it's like putting money in the bank account, the emotional bank account. As a mother, as a wife, as anybody, you're constantly taking money out of this, you know, emotional bank account. But if you're constantly putting in through the day as you're taking out, you're not going to be running on empty. Mm-hmm. So it's a combination of self-care and then using coping skills even when you don't think you need them. I would say coping skills are most effective when you don't need them. So that when you do need them, your body just kind of naturally goes into it. So I'll give you an example. Um, Every day at work is a tough day for me because I'm swimming in people's pain. And 
you know, conflict and, and all of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And I go home, and I have a six-year-old daughter and a six-year-old son. My daughter hates bedtime. And so I tell her, okay, Helena, it's time to go to bed. And the first thing she does is throws herself on the floor or throws herself at me mm-hmm. and starts flailing, right? Mm-hmm. This should be no news for any parents. <laughs> um, it used to really upset me because I just felt like, oh, okay, this is just too much. I would get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So... Now, in the last couple of years, what I've done is before I even tell her it's bedtime, I do my controlled breathing. When I'm absolutely calm, then I tell her it's bedtime. And so when she does what she does, I'm not as reactive. That's good. Does that make sense? That That's really good. You know it's going to happen, so why not prepare for it so that you are Precisely. <laughs> you're your best self, even if she can't be. Right. Now, that doesn't work 100% of the time, and daring comes to compassion, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a day where I did that, and it didn't work. Like, it, it worked, but not quite as well. Mm-hmm. And I remember in my head, I started beating myself up. Like, how could you get so upset at her? She's six, right? And then I said, hold on. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm still human. I can't do anything about how I reacted earlier, which was less than ideal. But tomorrow, I'm going to do something slightly better. Mm-hmm. Just one small thing better. And then, and that's compassion. Mm-hmm. If you can do that, chances are the next day it will be better. Mm-hmm. Because your expectation is realistic. Mm-hmm. I have this I have this theory that I tell my patients about. It's not scientific in any way, shape, or form, but it works. Mm-hmm. So I tell folks that if they ever seen an inchworm, and I got to tell you, until I came to the South, I had never seen one before in my life. But <laughs> around April, right, they come down out of the trees, and little green things, little tiny, tiny inchworms, right? Mm-hmm. And if you leave one alone, if you just leave it alone, it goes quite a bit of a distance for being so small. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do it by rolling itself down the road. It just keeps consistent, and mm-hmm. it just does little by little. Well, the best success towards reducing stress, depression, anxiety, whatever the issue is, is to just inchworm your way forward and understand that that's just the process rather than expecting yourself to become this incredible person who doesn't make mistakes. That's good. I like that. Yeah, so chances are whatever success you gain by taking it one small step at a time, you get to keep that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever dieted? I have. Okay, I'm a so woman, you know how, so I have, yes. Right, so you know how they tell you, give up carbs, give up this, and mm-hmm. you're like, and you're really good for like a week. Mm-hmm. You're like, yes, no, no thank you cake, no thank you cookies, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're just like, you're fantastic. And then eventually, for some people it's a week, for some people it's a month, for some people it's a year, they gorge. Right. Mm-hmm. Instead, if you take the inform method, right, and you just do one small thing different, mm-hmm. instead of eating five cookies, eat four and a half. Mm-hmm. Instead of right, eventually, when you get to the weight or the body type or whatever the cholesterol level you're trying to get to, mm-hmm. you'll be able to maintain that likely for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So if you take it back to stress, it's the exact same philosophy. Mm-hmm. Because your expectation is realistic. So having realistic expectations of yourself goes a long way towards reducing stress. 
little things, whatever smile, even if it's a microscopic change, it is far more likely to be there 10 years down the road. So what you're right. saying is transformation is not transformational, really. It takes time. No, no, right. Yeah. Everything does. If you're a human, it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. That's good. Day one to forgive everyone and everything, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay. They didn't mean it. You know, they didn't do it on purpose, right? But yet we don't, we almost never reflect that back to ourselves. Why right. not? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Let's talk a little bit about the symptoms of stress. Um, is it easy to overlook the symptoms when you're in the middle of a busy, crazy schedule? Yes and no. So it depends on what it is that you do and, and how in tune you are with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. So I can always tell when I'm, I'm nearing the edge. Um, I start forgetting words. I'll, um, things that I do, like I do CBT. I've been doing it forever, and I know the spiel like the back of my hand. Like, mm-hmm. But sometimes I'll forget a word, and I'm like, oh. I think I might be a little stressed, right? <laughs> right. So understanding yourself is the best way. And what stress looks like for me and looks like for you is as unique as your DNA. It's not going to be the same. So we talked a, a, a lot about work, work from our stress and work. Mm-hmm. Can we talk? Can we touch on at least a little bit stress and remote learning? Oh, boy. I know. I know. I know. So stress and remote learning. You're throwing something that's meant to be a face-to-face interaction, and you're slapping a computer in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. And then if you add technical difficulties, there's your stress, Mm -hmm. right? So like I said, accepting the limitations of the venue that you're using goes a long way towards reducing your stress and communication. Mm-hmm. So you do your best. We tell our kids that all the time, but I don't think we listen, mm-hmm. right? So you as a parent, just as a woman, as a mother, as a teacher, what have you, all you can do is your best mm-hmm. in that moment. And if you notice that it didn't work out or you missed an assignment or what have you, That's what they have email for. You send a teacher an email and you say, hey, so um, couldn't get that done. Do you have any suggestions, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of taking it upon yourself to be the thing that solves it all. Mm -hmm. You can't solve it all. Plus, I don't think many of us chose to be teachers. That's why we're attorneys and and, and, you know, like journalists and therapists. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but I do not want to be a teacher, right? Right. So it's one of those things that you have to, I'll give you, yesterday my kids had a very important music assignment, God mm-hmm. help us all. And um, we go to the website, it says, please submit it here. And it says, you do not have permission to submit here. Uh-huh. Like, how am I supposed to submit this homework assignment? So my husband called me in a panic. He's like, you got to figure this out. Because I'm like, the, apparently the computer guru. And I go in there and I try to, everything I'm trying is not working. You keep telling me I have no permission. So finally I took a breath and I said, they're in first grade. They can still go to college and live happy lives if they don't assign this, you know, like <laughs> music assignment, right? Uh-huh. And then I sent her a message and I just said to her, hey, said submit here. Says I have no permission to submit here. Please let me know what you think. And it's kind of like 
the way that they do it sometimes is really unfair. They'll say, like, they, they'll do public kudos for kids that submitted all of their assignments. Mm-hmm. And and so I get, like, kind of competitive and anxious because I'm like, <laughs> why are my kids getting kudos? <laughs> and then, again, I have to take a step back and think, they are really bright, intelligent children. And this is the best that we can do. And the circumstances are not normal. So I'm going to do my best. Mm-hmm. My kids are going to do their best. And then I'm going to reach out to the teacher and let her figure out the rest. Because mm-hmm. actually, that is her job. Mm-hmm. Right? And right. take the responsibility off of your shoulders. Yeah. And that's that you just have to self-talk. Just self-talk. Because this whole remote learning, teachers are struggling with it. So mm-hmm. what makes you think you won't? Mm-hmm. Well, and I suspect, or at least my experience is that teachers actually want you to reach out and ask for help because I think they're, right. that's getting, giving them the connection. That's not yes. just a screen, you know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I have it on good authority. My husband sends text messages back and forth with the first grade teacher. So it's working out. Great. <laughs> that's great. I love it. <laughs> Which probably we wouldn't have even had our number two years ago, but you know, things mm-hmm. change. That's right. Well, I have one more question, and then we'll talk about anything else that you want to add. Um, and that is, you know, we've talked a lot about things you can do to recognize your stress and to help alleviate your stress. Mm-hmm. What are some signs that you need to you need someone to help you with your stress that it, you might not be able to take this on just yourself? When you're trying and you're still struggling, when you use all the stuff that you know that have worked in the past and you're still struggling, it's time to ask for help. Mm-hmm. If you find that I, I'm a, mm, I'm a loud mouth mm-hmm. and I have zero filtration system. Okay. I think mine was broken at five. I just don't have a filter and that's who I am, mm-hmm. but I know who I am. And so when I behave outside of that, or I find that I'm doing that a little bit more than normal, mm-hmm. that's when I know something's not working. Mm-hmm. So it really comes down to being honest with yourself about who you are and knowing who you are. And then when you're outside of that and you try your skills and you try the things that have worked in the past and you know you need to ask for help. Mm -hmm. What I'll say about the coping skills is anything goes. Don't be embarrassed about things that work for you that you might think is silly or small or stupid. There's no such thing. Mm -hmm. I have a rule. As long as you're not hurting anybody and you're a body, mm-hmm. and as long as you're not doing anything illegal, anything is good. Mm-hmm. If it helps you, go for it. Gina DePietro again. We hope you'll join us for the final podcast in this three-part series. Also, if you're interested in a deeper dive on this topic, visit healthyheadlines.org, where you'll find a written version of this story. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review us and subscribe to this and all the Novant Health podcasts. We post new episodes all the time and most are just 15 minutes. Thanks for listening.